0: Good evening, everyone. Today is uh, February twenty eighth at seven o'clock. Gonna, uh, we have a quorum present. We're going to uh, call the meeting to order, and uh, this this uh, meeting is being uh, recorded. Uh, so we'll start with a roll call. Um, let's see. Is um, just make sure Jillian. Jillian said she was going to join. See you see her? Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you see her, just promote her. But we have a quorum already without her. Uh, so why don't we just uh, go around the room, state your name, and say you're present. Uh, Jeremy Marset
1: present. Ed bozala present. Steve Callahan present. Mather Eldred present. Brian Nelson present. Peter Michaelson
2: present.
0: Okay, so um, tonight we're going to uh, uh, go through the agenda, which will start with the approval of some minutes um, and uh, for the February 13th meeting. Hopefully, everybody had a chance to look at those. And if there's any comments or questions, or... I not very
3: good.
1: Okay, if not, then I'll entertain a motion. We'll... Second.
0: second okay I think Jeremy yes 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 yeah okay Motion carries all right so those minutes are approved um the uh we're going to do a, uh the review of the uh Department of Public Works tonight and um uh, the council on aging presentation we had on the agenda but there's not we're not going to do that tonight it's going to get deferred probably to our next meeting um we're not quite ready yet um right did you want to make any any comments uh
1: uh,
4: uh you know, so Christine can't make it tonight so I'll be uh I'll be filling in but um kay. we uh a few updates as it just relates to state aid, which Jeremy and I last week. Uh, so that was exciting. Um we um we'll a presentation of the opioid stabilization fund as well. We elected reopened the law at their last meeting uh, to add an article there so we're gonna give a preview of that.
0: Um and uh do
4: that yeah. the show the
0: most. <laughs> So uh, after we go through the the Department of Public Works, we'll we'll go into the uh, pension and OPEB presentations, and Mike um, Pastori will join us for the OPEB one. Uh, He's going to join us remotely for that. So with that, Jeremy, uh, Mm -hmm. turn it over to you uh, and the public works.
1: All right, thanks. Um, What we've got, Mo, Maurice Goulet, who's the director of public works, he's He's online um, and available to uh, answer questions. Also tonight, uh, Bill uh, Harvey is here. He's the chair of the board of Water and Sewer. He's uh, also here to help answer any questions related to that realm. Um, and they're they're gearing up to start their discussions. Their annual discussions on how they set their water and sewer rates, and you know, maybe Bill can give us a little overview on how that works and uh, where the process they're at with uh, with that and the status of the water treatment facility. And so forth, but um, in any event, in your in your packet, uh, there's a, a summary of the proposed FY 24 budgets for Public Works. Public Works has eight total budgets that show up on the on the town warrant. Six of those are general fund budgets. Two are enterprise fund budgets, uh, and those are water and sewer. And that means enterprise funds are uh, funds that are self-sustaining. They create their own revenues to offset their expenses. Uh, so they they have like you know water sewer rates that offset all of expenses, um, and and do not receive any funding from the general fund. Uh, in fact, the water and sewer enterprise fund have a direct payment to the general fund that, that ends up being a, a revenue to the general fund. Um, kind of an acknowledgement that there's folks that work outside of water and sewer that do put in the effort to support that with utilities, but
2: promote Jill. Um,
1: Sorry. Yeah. So, in the the summary here, uh, after going through, um, you know, Mo's proposed uh, budgets, the FY '24, the eight budgets, which are tree care, highway, equipment maintenance, solid waste and recycling, cemetery, water, sewer, and snow and ice. Um, The first page of the summary put together is just a summary of the staff that Mo oversees, which is approximately 30 full-time staff. Uh, you know, divide it out into each of the divisions as is, is way out in the summary. Um, and then just some high-level um, points of note in the proposed budgets and some of the budget drivers uh, to talk about and then going to let uh, Turner over to Mo and, and Bill. Um, but going down through uh, the tree budget uh, being the, the first that comes up on the warrant, Um, There's an 8% increase proposed there. um, And that's driven by the cost of police details and contracted tree services. Uh, So the total request there is $73,591. The next budget is the highway budget, one of the larger of the eight. Total request for Flight 24 is 1,548,436. That's a Two 3% increase from the prior fiscal year. Um, major increased drivers are salaries, steps, grades, and steps per um, the, the pay plan, um, which is common throughout these. You'll see all of these budgets have some sort of salary component. Um, most of them have a salary component that's that will be you know, increased based on steps um, that, that uh, employees are eligible to, to attain. Um, other notable increases in the, the highway budget are actually a correction here to the memo. It's, a, it's only a $10,000 increase for highway materials, um, which go towards uh, repairing um, and repaving roadways and also an update, uh, Mo just updated the roadway service rating, which is a metric that uh, from zero to 100, 100 being the best the measure of how good our roads are, the surface rating of our roadway network. Uh, it's for the way that he puts together his roadway maintenance plan. Uh, but actually the current number is 79.98, which is, is higher than I had noted here. Um, so that, that's a I believe that's an increase from the prior year, Moe, you're heading in the right direction. Yes. That's a
0: B-minus.
1: <laughs> all <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other items in the highway budget are uh, increased uh, uh, utility, uh, telephone uh, costs, mobile phone costs for additional tablets and the mobile plans that go along with those. So the field crews can have uh, access to work order systems and GIS information. And also the, and the biggest being, uh, being the stormwater management of the town that's governed by a stormwater discharge permit. Um, it's regulated by the US EPA um, and it's a five-year permit um, Each year of that permit there's more uh, requirements for the town to comply with um, and the compliance um, is estimated to cost an additional $25,000 for this coming fiscal year, so that's included in the budget. Um, next budget, cemetery budget, uh, total request there is 213000 which is a 2.71% increase due to salary step increases and um, some modest contract service increases of $4,000. The next budget, the sidewalk budget is level funded. The next budget, the snow and ice budget is level funded. Um, That's a budget that can actually be overspent and and paid for in the the next fiscal year because you you don't know exactly how much you're gonna spend in snow and ice Mm -hmm. uh, operations. Uh, but the budget there has been $293,000 for for many, a number of years now, and it's proposed to state level. Um, Currently, there is $189,000 remaining, which is actually a pretty good place to be right now uh, towards the end of the the winter. So um, after today's activities, that might be a bit less, but um, that's actually looking pretty good compared to other winters next budget all waste budget.
2: Excuse me. If, just my curiosity if, if we don't spend all the 189 thousand or so yep. does that go into free cash and does that get rolled over into next year's
1: budget? It would be rolled into free cash. Okay. It would be available for end of year transfers if needed by the balance departments out but uh, if not then it would it would roll to free cash for the next year. okay good question. And I'm just doing a summary here. If you have more detailed questions uh, once I get through the summary, please yeah, feel free to ask Mo or or anyone But um, just wanted to get through the summary. The solid waste budget, next budget, total request six hundred thirty-one thousand seven hundred ninety-four, which is a 096 percent increase, mostly with with salary adjustments, uh, and a and a little bit more maintenance uh, as the like the transfer station's aging I and mean, needs a little bit more maintenance facilities so upkeep. So most for that. The next budget is the equipment repair and maintenance budget. That's the uh, maintaining the town's fleet of uh, vehicles and equipment. That's proposed to be four hundred sixty-seven thousand eight hundred and. I there. I think I have an extra eight. Four hundred sixty-seven thousand five hundred eighty-five dollars, which is a three point seven. 8% increase. Uh, again, um, there's the salary components step and grade increases and a fairly large increase for the cost of fuel. This covers all the fuels for the town's fleet, whether it be police cruisers, or fire trucks, or public works vehicles. Um, that's an additional $15,000 for the, the cost of diesel and, and unleaded, which is a twenty-eight percent increase over the prior year. And then there is the the water budget, which is proposed to have an approximate 18% increase um, with a total request of $1,247,041, and major uh, major increased drivers being salary adjustments, some additional equipment repair services and the cost of electricity. So these being enterprise funds, all of their expenses must be put in here. So electricity um, to run the the water and sewer facilities must be in the enterprise funds. uh, Whereas um, in the general fund, it's all aggregated into one facility budget. Um, Electricity is included in the water and sewer budgets um, and there's there's an increase of $130,000 proposed for the water budget. it's very energy intensive to pump water around, um, draw it out of the ground. Uh, so that is a, is a very large, large increase. And this budget accommodates for the additional operating costs for the new water treatment facility uh, out behind, uh, off Elm Street. So uh, that being some water supply, water treatment chemicals, some testing, um, water uh, lab testing that's needed, and some contract services. And then the final budget uh, is the sewer budget with a proposed uh, funding amount of $1,380,967 for an 8.4% increase um, mostly due to the cost of electricity. Again, running the the wastewater treatment facility. There's a lot of pumps that drive the water through that. Um, There's an additional cost for electricity for $75,000. And some additional contracts, services, and sludge disposal costs. Um, as the cost of services is kind of and, um the budget has been adjusted. Oh, yeah. so those are all the, the budgets, the high points. <laughs> um, Mo, did you have anything more? I one other thing in your packet is Mo's draft annual report for two thousand twenty-two. So there's a there's a lot of metrics in there that. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to read and get more context about all the things that most department does, um it's in your packet with an advanced screen copy of, of what you see that, that'll be published later on. But um, that's in there for your for your viewing pleasure.
5: Mo, well, did I miss anything or do you want to add anything or you know any content um,
6: coming up?
5: No, you you covered a lot of it. Um, I think there's you know a few caveats to, to- a lot of these budgets, uh, reasons why it's uh, such large increases in certain things. Like you said, with the water treatment plant coming online, um, our electricity costs were based on increases that we were before negotiations, uh, that the town has taken place in, um, it went from nine cents to 15 cents for the kilowatt, um, uh, per per kilowatt hour, which includes also includes transmission and distribution for the electricity. We do have a um, a solar array down at the water treatment uh, the wastewater treatment plant that we have to pay for the electricity up front and then the energy credits the SREx get uh, put back in but it comes in as revenue so it doesn't go back into our operating budget but it's still there as revenue. Uh, so that's why you know we have to come up with those costs up front to pay for the electricity and then we get that back in as revenue.
0: Is that a is that a complete offset or like 50% or what, what's your estimate how much? I, I
5: don't think it's a complete offset, but I, I believe, um, you know, it's the supply and demand with the SRECs, the energy credits, that, you know, they were worth more back in uh, previous years and uh, they diminish over, over the years. But um, uh, we, do, we do create a lot of electricity from that solar array. Um, we are putting one on the DPW garage building as well. So that's going to offset some of the costs in the future. Uh, That's almost ready to to be put online as well. Um, But as far as the enterprise funds, um, you know, we based it, um, and Frank can probably elaborate more on the energy. It's not a um, negotiated price yet. So the prices have fluctuated, but at 15 cents, uh, you know, the 40% increase with the water treatment plant coming on board is a, there's also a, a sheet in there that shows uh, an additional $268,750 for operation and ma- maintenance of that facility, which is on the conservative end. So, um, you know, we, as far as electricity, you know, it was, it was budgeted at a, an extra 193000 I, I budgeted one hundred and thirty, which is $60,000 less only because it does get subsidized. That's at full build out of the water treatment plant. If we were to use the water treatment plant and all of the water we're allowed to use out of that plant, uh, which is not going to be a reality, we're not going to use it at full capacity um, at, at all times. So we have to be reasonable about how we're going to uh, figure out how much extra to use. And, and, and if, it's a, if it's a high estimate for this year, we want to make sure we have enough money in that budget. Um, if it's high and we, if we find that we have excess, we would um, you know, be able to reduce that next year. But um, with that being said, if we run that, if we have a breakdown in one of the wells, we have to use wells three and four at capacity, that's the, the total amount of money that our consultants had um, estimated the value to be. Yeah, so, uh, in
1: your packet, Mo's referring to this table um, that, that he put together for the the operating costs for new water.
0: Can I, ask, can I ask a question on that? Maybe uh, Frank, you can chime in here. So on that feat that Mo's referring to, which is the water treatment, it it seems like the one hundred ninety three thousand estimated off of a 0.26 kilowatt per hour, and. I know you've you you've for the whole town you've used a lesser number, right?
4: So yeah, so the town one five or so the town and school departments procure our electricity in a joint contract. Yeah. Uh, we go through a basically what is a broker for nonprofits called Power Options. Um our contract for again both the town and school runs to the end of this calendar year, which unfortunately is in the middle of the upcoming fiscal year. Um the, the rate that we have right now, that we signed on to in late 2020 is pretty good. It's just south of nine cents at like 8.9 or something. Um, when Mo was beginning this analysis and the rest of us were trying to get our budgets ready for sort uh, of the end of December, the markets uh, indicated a jump of up to around 14, sort of 15 cents. And that is only the generation charge. That does not include delivery. Um, so that's okay. that's only like when you get your bill from EverSource that you know you use this, and then here's five hundred extra dollars for trying to like switch on at this hour or
0: whatever it is. Um, so, so that twenty six is deliver
1: is both delivery and supply. Right.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. That, yes. Yeah.
1: Got it.
4: And so what we're in the middle of right now is trying to figure out. Um, when to sign an extension to that contract. Um, the energy markets have ticked back down a touch. They're down closer to 12 to 13 cents, depending on how long we would extend the contract for. Um, but again, that's only for um, uh, the delivery. It does not, yeah. include, or excuse me, that's only the generation charge. That is not yeah. the delivery. Okay. So the increase is basically for happy year. Yeah. Yes, which is which is what the school did. 128% yeah yeah they, yeah,
0: they, they averaged the right of year yeah. And there, we're going to see this throughout all the budgets right um, the
6: In fact there' be a correction factor that you should probably apply across
4: all the budgets, really. And, that, and I was kidding before about the uh, the delivery aspect of the bill. There is a theres a little bit more of a science to it there is a science to it, um, but they vary by facility. Mm-hmm. Um, so the delivery charges for town hall, I know we're getting off topic here, Steve, I apologize, but okay. the delivery charges for a building like town hall are very different from a school or public safety. Um, so they vary okay. by department. Um, so it's hard to say it's going to go up X percent town on because those right. delivery fees make up such a good chunk of the bill. Um, it's, it's hard it's to
6: insane. say, but right. does do the charges also vary on whether it's single or three-phase power, like yeah. industrial power? I mean what puts these lights on is single phase. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. That that, that that comes that comes into 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 bear with the, the water treatment plant yeah. and in the the water and wastewater plants themselves primarily being driven by three-phase power. Yeah,
4: maybe, maybe, whether
6: it's uh, uninterruptible uh, rates or interruptible, interruptible rates is uh, different ways when you deal with industrial power, those contracts um, will probably, well, I'm, I'm sure you're covering the basis with that.
4: Yeah, we're, we're uh, and, and maybe the report that uh, yeah. consultants drew up for the partnership and will have more specifics to that facility, um, especially the new facility. Right. It's, and, you know, it's a dedicated line. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Um, so that's, I
1: guess, the background. Here, okay. okay. Know, no, no, that's helpful. I, I, I think one okay. thing to add in the context of putting the budget together for the water treatment plant, you know, it's, it's as both said, it's, it's based on assuming sort of a worst case, if you will, that's being operated a, a fair amount. Um, and just like the general fund has free cash, the enterprise funds have retained earnings. So if budgets are not spent, it rolls to retained earnings. So it's retained earnings is the free cash equivalent in an enterprise fund. So um it, so the money's all lost. <laughs> it rolls into retained earnings. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: yeah. And this uh these this um, water treatment, all these costs is 268. That's that's all factored into the rate setting that. That goes on, right? Yeah,
6: we we the board of water have, have we have not reviewed these budgets yet. Okay, that's an upcoming meeting this Friday. Okay, so um, we've um, so far where we are in 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 the process um, is the setup is that we do a revenue variance analysis because we the bills uh, we bill in April uh, April and October, and so we look at how we're pacing. Revenue uh, collection um, for for both of those uh, for both of those periods. The April one is pretty steady because people don't use their variation in water use in the winter. It's not very much, but the summer that's what that's the big uh, wiggly uh, uh, worm that we have to tackle. And so we we, we it's where I was with Frank and the rest of his team today to look at how we're doing on our uh, revenue basis. So so we're preparing our model by looking. Uh, a little bit backwards in time, which is this current fiscal year, to prepare the model with the anticipated uh, revenues um, to close out this fiscal year to see how we were pacing both on an expense line, uh, which we monitor every month, but also on a on a, on a revenue line. Um, but as Mo said, that this is we have a new facility, and you know we have to plan you know appropriately and accordingly. And we probably will, you know, flex, you know, after we run the, that new water plants, you know, after a year. And like you said, it's, one of, it's gonna be one of our, you know, those similar capacity to well number six um, and we'll flex them as we need to both from a uh, a, uh, a, water resource management, but also from a cost perspective, you know, we're gonna know how, how much it costs to generate water from these this facility has a giant sunk cost but it has a small variable cost but it still does have a variable cost and that will yeah. be both the uh, energy losses that go through the filter system as well as the incremental amount of chemicals that are used to affect the chemical reaction and that, that is happening inside the, the the filter media itself so yeah. we're going to learn after the first year um, but like i said we as, as as a board we haven't fleshed through these uh, both the, the, the when uh, will you
0: um, when will you sort of get through you know these these numbers and, and approve them
6: oh well we're gonna probably the intent of our meeting um, on Fridays outside of meeting this is to grind through okay. uh, the, these budgets um and we've already talked uh in the last several months about the capital plan um the variable, that um, is still, we still have to settle into our rate model. Is the uh, grants that are available through the county mechanism of ARPA? And there's a different process uh, that goes um, through that mechanism, as you probably know. And then, specifically, when projects get to go above a threshold of 225 or 250, that has to go through a federal procurement mechanism. So there, uh, there are some we still have not um, sort of red line green line some of the different projects on the sewer side, um, so we don't haven't put that into the Malia to is a do we t- is it going to be funded by ARPA or not? Because that will that will tend to drive um, the the funding for those those projects. And these projects that we have are um, there's there there are several of them. But they're all not big, so it's not like we can go to capital markets mm-hmm. and and use debt. We actually have to use you know uh, retained earnings to pay for this. So yeah, um, so we have to spread some of these out. But if it turned, if we run into a really big project sometime in the future, we would go to capital markets on, on a debt basis. And that's a good thing to note. It, just like
1: the operating budget, the capital that is related to water and sewer is funded by the Enterprise Fund. So the debt service that they might uh, they are for borrowing to build a project, right. or if it's cash capital, using retained earnings, that's all out of the enterprise fund, the water sewer enterprise funds, not the general yeah. fund. We
0: have it's a else. we have a yeah. separate article to approve
1: this water sewer enterprise fund budgets, right? It's it's maybe yeah. under the same article, but it's got a separate lecture Not
6: sure it was the same article. Yes, yeah. yeah. separately okay.
1: accounted for. But you're you all your budgets basically get approved.
0: That town meeting, right? Yes, they do. Okay. Before
6: it used to be a separate article. Last year it was all the same as with all the other.
0: So would we would we have you back once you finalize all the uh the numbers?
6: Sure. Okay. So our our, our process is that um we're not going to get ahead of the towns process. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna set rates until um the capital uh, uh, articles and the Operating budgets have been approved, so we wait until after that. So, um, time meeting is May well, the warrant gets printed
0: at the end of March, right? So, we right. have to have everything settled by then.
6: But we don't, we don't sit what I'm getting is we don't set the rates until later. Oh, yeah. No, the rates, yeah, yeah, so the rates are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some I wasn't,
0: day. I wasn't talking about rates, I'm just talking yeah. about the actual budget. Yeah. I mean, it, it
1: yeah. is common, I mean, we'll. The board and the, the water water and sewer and the water community kind of come together <laughs> it's not, yeah. not any yeah. magic as yeah. far as who hears the budget first per se it, okay. it, just, it comes together in the end Do
6: you want to see us again sure. <laughs>
1: we'll be here yeah we'll
6: come here
0: <laughs> okay all right no we sort of got up
6: one, of... one other thing is that the, uh, the new water treatment plant is going to be commissioned this spring um probably you know depending on you know, shaking out all the bugs and approval um, uh, by the DEP to bring it online. Um, it, it's you know, it's pointing in the direction of coming online before that big water use season. So that that's pretty important. The second thing is that um, there is it's pacing to have a considerable uh uh you know contingency uh left over from, from that. So we uh we went out and borrowed uh, money and the bids for the general contractor as well as all the other uh, smaller uh, contracts that came part of that came in substantially below budget. So not only is the project tracking the budget so far, fingers crossed, um, but um, even from the beginning, it came in substantially lower. So we we received that those the, the money that was borrowed for that um, would be um, set aside for um, a, a future or other future projects be spent in water. So basically, through the bond, we're paying for that money, uh, and so that the money not being spent on the filter project, if there's a water main project or. Something else that might be there. So what was the what was the, rate, what
0: was the rate? What the rate on the borrowing joint? It was like 1.436. <laughs> wow. It was bananas. Uh, yeah. Important. Yeah.
6: You want to talk about hitting the bottom. Home runs.
1: No. <laughs> so that balance can be reappropriated at a later date for a water type
6: price. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you have to keep a certain amount of retained earnings, like I'm a free cash policy.
6: So well uh we, um, we strive to keep about 1 million in in free cash that we are not able to to hold to that it goes up and down um you know based on water use um based on um, also capital projects that we fund through retained earnings you know for um if we need to uh Know, pick your favorite project, uh, uh, Mo, you know, if there's a water main break or something like that, or if we we plan to replace a water main and it's $800,000, that would be, that would come, we'd have to sort of save our way into retained earnings to pay for that because $800,000 isn't enough money to go to the capital markets to that on, on a debt, uh, uh, you know, not on, on our balance that way. Now, it can be said, well, if you combine a bunch of projects, it's true, but we're and on the water side, we're not at a place where we have that many large, identifiable capital projects that could be, you know, bonded sure. together for, for something like that. So, it's in, it's in that place where something gets uh, uncomfortably large, it has to come from the retained earnings, and so that's why we. We, we, um, and that's both from the, the, the wastewater and the water production side. Is we've been targeting that, and you know, there are times where we've been at 1.3, and we've, we've I've seen we've chopped before like 400. Is there any so, state guidance as the minimum level? There, um, there was a study, um, by Frank's predecessor that said I think it was about Nick. Nick, um, and the figure came in, I think, for someone of our size, right. class amount of water, that uh, that we are, um, I think it was about 300 or 400. But, um, you know, it's a little bit of, you know, apples and oranges when you go from plant to plant. In, in our budget, when you, Take everything out. We have about 95% fixed costs and right. 5% variable costs. So we can't save ourselves. We can't save our way into prosperity. We right. can't save our way into something. Um, and, and and actually, uh, on the other street, it's more on the other side. It's better for as it as from an enterprise fund that we actually use a reasonable amount of water and pace to what we expect to pump. And expect to uh, receive as revenues. Um, is it better for that we pump a little bit more water? We sell a little bit more. You know, we'd love to, you know, sell water to customers. You know, we, you know, obviously within um, a regulatory reason. Um, but if we can sell more water on a on when we're not under uh, water restrictions, that will, you know, literally becomes you know a rainy day fund. Uh, for us on a retained
0: earnings basis. And uh, one question that, Jeremy, maybe you know the answer to this or, or bill. So there's this, uh, there are these reserves, I guess, and there's like a, it's like a, is there like a a percentage of 20, either 20% or 30% of reserves that, that we have in our financial policy? And I forget what the percentage is, is it 20 or 30%?
1: Well, I mean, there's a reserve, just like the general fund, there's an emergency reserve um, budget line that, if not used, gets rolled into retained earnings. But the only other reserve beyond that would be the retained earnings. There's no other stabilization fund or 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 anything like.
6: We have a single line item for an emergency, uh, something that's out of budget. That, that rolls over. It's about fifty grand for uh, yeah. water and fifty-five sewer. So, so what? So what's
0: the what's the amount that DLS tracks? They have they have like a retained earnings. It's retained earnings. It's retained I think earnings. it's at thirty percent or something like capital. that. Thirty percent.
1: It's going to vary And that yeah. depending on the capital plan that's put together and the, the expected funding source or in, you know planned funding source for a capital project. There may be a reason to increase the retained earnings <laughs> to fund it with. With cash, with retained earnings, rather than borrow, especially now that the interest rates are going up, and you know,
6: generally right. the markets want bigger, right. uh, smaller borrowing. Right. So, um, so what know, that what, could do is actually push a project from uh, whatever 2026 to 2027. Yeah. So we can self-fund it from the retained earnings, you know, with another year of retained earnings. So yeah. that's. That's some of the, the 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 math that's coming into play um with the change in interest rates. Um and, and also I think that
0: so do you do you try to balance like the, the level of those retained yeah, earnings? I mean, what's, with, what you are
1: looking at is is just the variability of revenues from yeah. a water sewer enterprise fund? Because it depends on how much water you sell. You know, yeah. Dry year or wet year, people are irrigating more or less. Um the retained earnings is that that buffer from year to year. That, a, sh- a revenue shortfall. Yeah. So there are years where the expenses are a little bit more than the revenues, and then you dip into retained earnings to cover that. So that, that's really what the OR is concerned about: is to have enough retained earnings to cover that variability yeah. from season to season. But in addition to that, the prudent capital planning is to have you plan to use your, to your co- retained earnings for capital. For capital. Right? For, that's yes, which we have a history of doing and plan on doing.
6: Yeah. 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 And that's the reason why we we um, why we do a uh, mid-year revenue you know, uh, variance analysis is to help us understand, you know, how do we do in the last budget? How are we pacing? Yeah. And do we have to make up for are we gonna have to go into retained earnings um you know at, at the at the end of this fiscal year, you know, to, to cover expenses. So you know, right now the, the, the sewer budget is 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 the, the revenue that we expect um, for sewer is is pacing close to what we expected for revenue. Water actually is pacing to be slightly under, but considering the fact that we had to go to water restrictions, you know, uh, tier four the earliest that I could ever remember. Yeah. It, it, um, I don't think that our shortfall is going to be um that 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 large that the current that the existing retained earnings can't um you know get through. Okay. When when you set rates do you set it to break even?
4: Is
6: that the no we set rates I don't don't think we set rates (laughs) with a we set rates basically with sort of like a Mm 10-year look of our capital plan and our operating plan. Okay so so that Because right. it gets a little long. There's, there's a lot of assumptions. Yeah. yeah. Right. A lot yeah, of yeah. Assumptions. So right. it's like we have a so couple of projects. Yeah. look forward.
1: Yeah. no yeah. right. yeah. so right. profit right. included, but yeah, You're looking forward to try to be efficient. But yeah. Of, oh, right.
6: At the end of the day, we try we to keep that retainer yeah. earn yeah. retain yeah. earnings at some reasonable level, um, and that's really our true measure right. uh, of that. You know, Mo and this Cracker team are are you know they're managing. You know a very you know for a town of the size you know very sophisticated uh, network both on the water and wastewater side not every town has both of those services and um uh there um, there's gonna be some you know some unknowns you know with that and the retained earnings is a cushion for some of some of those unknowns.
3: All right well
2: this question is way wacky. Uh, but last year, as you pointed out, we had a remarkably dry summer. But what if that's sort of the new normal? What if we're having lots, maybe not 10 years out of 10, but seven or eight years out of 10, we have very, very dry summers? Do you have to make projections? Or in other words, to, to listen, does that kind of meteorology factor into your projections or you just not consider that?
6: If you can uncover the question a little
2: bit. So so, <laughs> so I'm assuming if we have a really dry summer, which deep which is going to limit what you want people to pump. You made a reference to wanting to pump as much water as you can to dull a bunch of water. Well, there's then there's going to be a summer like last summer where there's restrictions put in place because we don't have that much water underground.
1: Is that basically right? Well, I mean, the, the water use restrictions
6: are not necessarily governed by crew science. <laughs> um, no, there, there are, we have we have permits. Um, there, there are a couple of things that come into play with how much water that that, that we can pump and the, and the types of water conservation measures and those triggers. Uh, some of them are on the stream flow at the Charles River. Others are actually on a regional basis um, that are set by the, the Massachusetts uh, Drought Task Force, um, and they have their own uh, methods of auditing the water flows and stream flows in entire regions and across multiple basins. Um, so, which you know, which means it's not just is you know where is it dry here in Medfield it, it's more like you know an entire sort of an entire region so those use
1: restrictions are not directly related to the actual groundwater table right. at these wells and they, they're the municipal well supplies the, the wells are far different from what you have at your home they're they're much more reliable they're they're different they have a lot more productivity they've been designed a different way um it's very, very low risk that mm-hmm. we're gonna run out of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and, no, but, you but you know, the, the water use restrictions can you know help with that because they limit the amount of, um of water that folks could use, but like, in reality, there's more water down there than we're
5: allowed to use. So uh, there's no there's not a risk we're gonna run out. There's, there's there,
1: there
5: is, uh, there uh, is uh, a strain, there is a strain on our infrastructure as well. So you know, in, in the summer when everyone wants to water all at once, or, or in the spring when they want to establish their lawns, the, the, um, our two st- um, storage tanks one's a standpipe and one's a, a pedestal at the state hospital. Once those levels drop faster than we can pump the water into it, it becomes a little bit dangerous to our system. And that sometimes we have to put restrictions on to limit what people can use at that time as well. Um, once it goes down a certain to a certain level, you lose pressure. You lose uh, the the ability for, you know, just for anything, just like fire suppression or even drinking water. So, um, you know, the, the the strain on the infrastructure when everybody's watering all at once. Sometimes we have to do that as well. So,
6: yeah, that's a, that's a good point, Mo. That uh, it, first, it's our it's the infrastructure's ability to serve that will drive how much water you know if everything is at 100% then we can uh blend from one water you know more than one water source and we're able to uh you know comply with our permits that are within each of the water basins as well as a total and we're able to load balance you know freely um if something needs maintenance uh, for a period of time that means you know another part of the infrastructure needs to be to be used but you know uh, the ability to serve is 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 the very first the very, the very first, uh, we've actually created a, sort of like a sort of a decision tree, so to speak. That you know, is everything okay? Then you can do this. If this is, if this is the situation, then this is a, you know, how it kicks into different. Uh, but, you, if, but, if, but I think what you're hinting at is, in the future, if this be, if water use is lower and that becomes more the norm, um, what do we do about it? Well. By having about 95% of our cost fixed, the, you know, in, in a way, the, the the revenue will have to come to to to, to address the, the fixed cost. The rates are gonna go up. The cost per unit up. Right. The cost per unit would go up in, in, in that. Only case. Way to do it. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And and it's kind of accounted for you know, over time, the way that the rates are set, you're looking at, at usage continuously. So as a new norm develops, you're kind of tracking that as you development. But Mike, I guess to ask the, Peter's question a, a different way,
0: when you do your 10-year projections, what's the assumption on how many out of those 10 years, how many of those years will be like last year?
2: Does um, that make a difference or does that not make a difference at all?
6: to Your budget? budget? Um, so... That's not an easy question to answer for two reasons. One is that um, if you go back in time, uh, maybe about seven or eight years, we were pumping a lot of water, and we had a lot of water leaks and water and water mains. We were losing 30 to 34 percent of the water that came out of the ground through, you know, the water mains were not tight, yeah. and water was just ending up, you know, underground. And so um that's come that has been cut down in half but now it's it's actually going close to what the current target is around 15% or so and that is that is very typical uh 15% and the state's target is 13% so we're very close to that um but also that there, there back then the, there was quite a bit of variability in in the in in the demand function of you know what what people were were using so um that's what makes it difficult also now you know what is the 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 price of water so to speak is basically double what it was six years ago because of all the improvements that we have have made new water tank million. rehabilitated the other water tank I don't know half a million dollars Mm -hmm. something like this this plant here you know bonded it, you know uh at 12 million so right. there's been and it, it doesn't mean that that that's sort of the end but um we've had to increase our our rates and this is just a, across all rate structures you to uh, to accommodate because we have this sort of blind of sight of this project in this year this project in this year and and you know pacing that so that we've been trying to reasonably ramp the rates so that we people don't get shocked like all of a sudden in that in that one year. And also to be transparent with what their plans are and you know what the expenditure uh kind of ramp looks like.
1: Okay. Oh, well, what we
6: have you is there just don't need me to put you on the spot. Anything that we should be looking at
5: as a as a concern over the coming years from a budget um, perspective. I was just going to mention that, you know, we belong to the uh, Southeastern Regional Service Group. It's a 27 uh, town consortium. So we do get better pricing on, on different things. However, uh, some of the concerns that that we've been seeing are uh, chemicals, water and sewer chemicals, um, fuel, and um, uh, well, electricity is not part of this, but uh, those, those are going to be, um, you know, I believe, you know, the, the water and sewer chemicals have gone sky high. The the fuel is based on the Boston low. So basically, that's the base price that we go off of. And when they bid the, the fuel, they bid as a, a bid increment above the Boston low. So the Boston low was anywhere between, a, you know, before uh, COVID, it was $1.67 to, to $2. Now it's it went up as high as $5 a gallon. Now we're we're down to 383, which is still double of what it should be. Um, so, you know, we—it's we, hard to 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 develop a budget to cover the costs without going extremely over or extremely under. So, we try to do the best, you know, uh, educated, um, you know, uh, numbers that we can we can put out there. So, those are some of the concerns we have for the next coming years. Uh, our cemetery, you'll see, you know, we put some more for contract services, and it's unfortunate that um, during COVID we ha- we had a lot of uh, services at the at the cemetery, and a lot of uh, lots of being sold, a lot of uh, um, a lot of uh, you know uh, events happening over there, which is not a good thing for for any any town. But we have to look at that, and in our warrant article for this year, we're looking for a cemetery expansion. To put more lots, um, to finish the the rest of the cemetery, to, to add more lots. So, we are doing more business than we really want to, to tell you the truth. But we have to find the money to, to cover those costs. Thanks, Paul. That's good. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, any other questions for for Mo or Bill? Anything that? uh nope. Well, thank you very much, Mo. Uh, nope. Thank you guys. Very, as usual, very nice presentation and mm-hmm. it, all the details there. Appreciate y'all, all the time you put into it. And all the thank time- Thank you, Jeremy. We dedicate to the town, we appreciate. Oh, thank you all. Bill, thank you. Oh, Yeah. Jill, did you uh, have any comments or questions? i i don't see your hand raised so i'm assuming you're okay
2: no i'm good thank you
0: okay all right all right um i guess anything else we want to cover on the departments there
1: public works okay oh that, that covers it okay thank exactly. you all right all right enjoy um, your
5: night thank you
4: thank you, thank Mo. you. Thanks, Mo.
0: Oops. All right. So the
4: uh I don't know. Oh yeah. I'm still
0: I'm still killed
4: know. off for <laughs> nope, Sorry, I'm pulling
1: up. Uh Jill's
0: still Jill's still on. So um,
1: yeah. It, it, that's just uh, our room, I guess. Mm-hmm.
3: Um I guess we, we probably uh
0: once you get that fixed we probably could go to the uh the uh we go to the pent- I'll go to the start the pension i guess and I'm waiting for mike to mike uh pastore is going to join us
2: mm-hmm.
0: at eight so about seven minutes if i could start the pension and then when he gets on you can do the opel
2: oh, okay,
0: yeah, I think so. No, so.
2: yeah.
3: oh, you're right.
0: This is It's a yeah. uh, yeah. I mean.
2: exactly.
0: yeah, let it's me know that. when you uh, are able to
2: for <laughs>
0: make that work with the uh, PowerPoint. Uh, yeah. well, So we uh, we thought we would go to go through the pension uh, exciting pension budget. <laughs> it is a big number, but um, Jeremy, I know you you have to yeah I to I leave think. but um, so feel free to we have, we have a quorum so feel free to to leave um, the um, the uh, next slide is the agenda so on the pension budget it's about three. 3.2, $3.3 million. Um, and I was just gonna take take you through sort of the background of the retirement system, the Norfolk County retirement system. Talk about how it's uh, funded and some of the actuarial assumptions around the valuation of the unfunded piece, and um, uh, and then go through some uh some discussion about this reserve fund that's been set up with the stabilization fund to help with offsetting some of the increased costs that come through with the uh, county retirement system. Um, so maybe we can go to the next slide. Um, uh, next slide after that. Uh, yeah, so the, the background is basically that um, it's a, this is a multi-employer defined benefit plan that covers uh, 41 uh units within Norfolk County. That's not all necessarily all towns, those are units. So there could be, you know, like Medfield, I think, has two units, What the Affordable Housing Trust plus the town. Uh so um you know the uh <clears throat> the benefits around so this 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 is a, a countywide retirement system. The benefit it does not just this does not include the teachers, okay? So this is everybody except the teachers. Um, so the system or provides for retirement benefits uh, up to a maximum of eighty uh, percent of uh, a member's highest three-year annual rate of compensation uh, for anyone hired prior to two thousand and twelve April, and then and and then it's uh, the average of a five-year. Uh, highest annual average rate for uh, anyone who's ha- was hired after that date. Uh, and they're based upon, uh, you know, basically there's a formula. It's based upon, the, you know, how how old somebody is, their length of service, length of level of compensation. And they basically become vested in the plan after 10 years. And go to the next slide. So, um they contribute uh, under Mass General Law um, to the plan, uh, and uh, the employee's contribution. Uh, they contribute rates ranging from five to nine percent of gross compensation, and uh, and everything over thirty thousand. There's an extra two percent contribution. So it's a pretty, you know, it, it's a sizable contribution that they have to make uh, and the town um, is required to pay um, into the retirement fund a mandated uh, actuarial assessment that's apportioned among all the people who participate in the county and it's support it's a, a portion based on, upon the uh, you know number of active employees basically the payroll um so um, and and so the the this there's a, as you can imagine when they started these retirement plans they they were unfunded um, for a long period of time and the uh, state put a mandate in that uh, uh, you have to have all these unfunded liabilities funded by uh, I think it's 2040 I think. Um, um, Norfolk is on an accelerated schedule. They're they're trying to do it by 2029. Um, But everybody has to have these things funded by 2040. Um, So the next slide uh, is basically these. This is the history of the the assessments that have come from the Norfolk County pension uh, plan just for Medfield. So this is Medfield's piece. Um, And you could see, You know, uh, we've had some really big increases going back to 2019. They were close to 10%. Uh, They've come down, you know, 7%. Then they came down to five and seven. This year, um, and George, I might ask you to help me out on this. They changed the formula on how they uh, assessed. And so we actually had a decrease in our assessment of uh, 3%.
2: Good um, work, Georgia.
7: Do <laughs> yeah.
0: you know the, the details on what exactly changed?
7: Yes, it's actually they changed their assumption this year. And we believe they changed the assumption because we're getting closer to being fully funded. Um, as far as Medfield is concerned, when they looked at our um, our population, our, our current employees in, um, in in the unit. We had less police officers at that period of time when they were looking at our um, at our enrollees. Police officers are your um, most vulnerable unit within the system. So that was the major part of our decrease. Um, the second item was the fact that um, the age of the members within the unit were much younger than the members in the units of other towns. Um, and I believe there was a third item too, and I'm trying to think of what it was. I don't know um,
0: I, th- I think the, well, the other piece of this this decrease on the slide is the fact that we've assumed we're going to pay it all in in one one payment. Yes, that was actually a big um, big piece of it. Yeah. And,
7: and these past few years, so Norfolk County um, gives um, each member unit the option of paying it all at once on July first, which is pretty hefty. Um, you have. Um, you have a three million dollar payment on July first. You've just dished out um, almost two and a half, almost two million dollars plus payroll taxes for your um, your your summer payroll for your teachers, um, and you haven't had much revenue come in since May first from your property taxes. So it it truly is it's a commitment that Medfield um, has. Has dedicated itself in doing. Um, we prepaid on July 1st, but we also did it for a reason. Um, we prepaid on July 1st. We appropriate the higher figure. However, by prepaying it, the county gives us a discount of two percent. And what we started doing was that discount. We would appropriate it the next year. And we would invest that into our um, the state account that that Steve was referring to, into our pension reserve account, yeah. our stabilization, our other post employment benefits.
0: So, um, let me go to the next slide, I guess. Um, so this is um, they have actuaries that that they pay a lot of money to to. Do evaluation of what the liability is the unfunded liability and they do it for, for the the whole county, this is our piece of it. Um, and uh, the 2022 piece, which was as of January 1st, 2022 the caveat here is this was right before the. The interest rates started to go up and this stock market crashed so Crash. <laughs> don't expect this next year you know uh so you know they but they do they do predict uh make assumptions about investment returns life expectancy inflation the discount rates and they have uh, you know projected salary increases so there's a lot a lot of assumptions that go into this but um you know the the trend is is in the right direction here, and so um, you know we we're at sixteen million. Um, These the yeah. net that, that's, that's the, the, the unfunded. That's, that's the, the net. Un- that's the net. Yeah.
1: So it's unfunded. Unfunded.
0: Yeah, so right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe go to the next slide, and you can get a quick picture of what the funding actually. The, yeah, the funding schedule. So this is um, now. This is for the whole plan. But it gives you an idea of, of what they're thinking of. Um, so this is the whole county's uh, funding schedule. And this was just recently published in December. So you can see,, um, you know, they're, they're uh, 71.8% funded, okay? The plan is to, next year, that'll be 74.6, and they, they have a plan to get it fully funded. By the end of 2029, you know, beginning of 2030, basically, and so, uh, you know, it's a, it's not that far away, you know, five six years. Uh, so, um, you know, they've, um, you look, they've, there's, if you look at that, uh, it's the, well, I guess it's the, the fourth column in that says employer total costs with interest. That's the. Um, you know that looks like it's going up about you know five percent a year, you know four and a half five percent a year. So and then what happens is in twenty thirty, there's a huge drop. I mean it just it just falls off. It, but once it's fully funded, the assessment goes way down. And so the plan is to you know make it to twenty thirty because <laughs> uh, once you get there, there's a big there's a big bonus right you've, you've got a you've got a big uh a big piece of your budget that is no longer going to be there and so you know the, the big caveat with a lot of these assumptions is that they're they're using this uh seven three quarter percent discount rate and parac which is the state they're the state regulator or for pension uh funds they um they have historically included in their approval of these of this funding schedule a commentary about this discount rate and how they don't like it. Uh, they say it's very high. They say that um, compared to other towns, it's high, and uh, you know there's very few plans that they look at that have this type of a, a rate discount rate in it.
1: I wonder what the unfunded liability would be if. If you move to use the yeah. 6.75 instead of 7.75, well, that's 16. We go to
0: 20. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think we well, they, actually, that's a that's a footnote in our financial statements. They they do show a one percent variance each either way, and what the impact is on the liability. Um, I forget what it is. I don't have those numbers yeah. now, but oh, yes. yeah. but it's it drives it. I think it's a couple, it's two or three million dollar difference, you know. I think sure. that probably yeah. drives that in yeah. and and the are like six, uh
1: three or four years. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right, right. right. So anyway, um, uh, when you, you go to the next slide. So 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 yeah, I'm sorry. I understand
2: yeah. this very, very imperfectly, but the 7.75 is set by what entity?
0: That's the, the Norfolk County retirement system in consultation with their actuary the actuary probably recommended it uh so they have they hire their own actuary um they came up with that discount rate and you know they and so
2: effectively the state is saying the county the county county.
0: oh the state yeah the state yes yes
2: we really disagree with your actuary
0: but they approved it and they, I they think the reason they approved it is because there's such a short period of time between now and when they're saying it's going to be fully funded. So they, they say we agree with, we disagree with your actuary. We disagree with this rate. We're approving it. They approved it. So that's, you know.
1: What's the other thing, Peter, is you go to the other thing, the long-term investment returns, the life expectancy, inflation rates. The projected salary, all of those are variables as well. Yeah. This is one of the five variables that they, right. it's such a, it's a complicated calculation. It's a tough thing to estimate. Yeah.
0: So the re you know, we had a very smart town administrator a long time ago who, Mike Sullivan, who created a uh pension reserve trust fund with $10,000 uh in 1978. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there were some additional contributions to this but um you know it's now at 3.3 million dollars there's been limited history of taking money out of this it's been pretty much limited to sort of some interest earned in the in the account over the years so it's it's been it's built up to quite a balance and um we get we're at the point where you know you kind of between now and when this is fully funded, you sort of have to take advantage of this. That's the purpose of it. It's a stabilization fund. It's there to help smooth out these increases, and so um, so that's that's what this this pension reserve trust fund is 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 there for. The so next, yeah.
1: So that means that we probably don't have to amuse any of that this year, given that the payment is going down.
0: Well, that's that's. That that was one thought, but the other uh, we'll, we'll talk about that on the next slide. Let's okay. let's go to the next slide. So this, um, so this is um, the 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 but by the way the budget. So last year we used two hundred thousand, um, and. Um, we're, we're try, what we do with this is, a, a, let me explain the spreadsheet, because basically what it does is it takes the first column there is it takes the, the assessment that Norfolk County has, has assessed us. So you'll see the, uh, the 3.2, that's the amount that if we pay it all in July, that's, that's what we have to pay. And so that did go down 97000 right, from the prior year. Um, and you, we're, they're proposing to transfer two hundred seventy-five thousand from the reserve fund. And so, what we did, what I did, is I, you know, uh, they they ran, we ran this spreadsheet to basically say, okay, look, if we if we fixed, if we fixed the operating budget to say, we only want to have a two and a half percent increase right. okay. to f to this FY twenty four amount, okay. So we're going to allow only two and a half percent to come into the operating budget. Anything above that that gets assessed by the county, we're going to take out of this reserve fund. And so what this does is it shows you that by 2029, there's eight hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars left in the reserve fund. It also it 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 it, uh, it takes out the very big amounts later in in the in the. Uh, closer to the to the point in time when it's fully funded so you see the 275 goes to 337 then 432 533 so in that last year the 756 that comes out of the reserve fund and that's all just to sort of freeze to freeze that to freeze this year FY24's operating budget uh you know equal to what what it is at, at 24 and escalate. it only goes up two and a half percent okay mm-hmm. So you can see the assumptions down below basically are that the you know that that uh, the assessment goes up five percent a year. Uh, we earn four percent on the reserve fund. so it's invested. we earn four percent. We limit the we limit the the cost, the net cost to two and a half percent. and then the starting balance in the reserve fund is another assumption. so you know, that's this is, you know, the other way to do this, Ed, is you could say, well, I, you know, I know they they spoke with um someone from PERAC to see um what um what they thought of this plan. And uh they were they were fine with it. Um they said that um they did recommend leaving something in that fund because when you get to 2030, there could be additional. You know, assessments that come through that nobody thought thought about now. So, um, so I think it's conservative. I think you know it, and it does take advantage of drawing down this this reserve fund um, and leaving something there. Um, and you know, if we if we we have to look at this every year and see how we're doing, right? Sure. And if we're if we're uh, in a situation where it's um, you know, maybe maybe the uh, assessments aren't coming in at five percent. Right. maybe they're less. Maybe they're less than that, and in which case, we don't need to cap it at two and a half. We could pass more written on. You know, we could right. save more and take more out of the reserve fund. Right. Or if you know, maybe if they're if they're higher than five percent. Yeah,
7: which they were nine and a half. Yeah, nine, six, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, Steve. The other item
7: too that they mentioned to us. It does behoove mm-hmm. us to keep balance there because if Norfolk County changes their actuary, right, then all your pieces to that game board change.
3: Right. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Right.
7: Right. right. Well, I may not have understood what George said correctly.
2: that's it's me. But did you say that if we pay the poll three point two nine six, that 275 on July
0: 1, we get 2% of that back. No, well, no, if you don't pay it on July 1st, it's 2% higher.
2: Oh, so there's no reason. So if, you make two, two, or... if you
0: make two payments, it costs two percent more. Okay. As opposed okay. to that. Yeah. um so uh so basically, you know, this uh um you know you kind of have to start somewhere with this this process right and sort of read the theory is let's 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 freeze it at this amount and let it grow at two and a half percent and see what happens and uh I think we'll know probably in two or three years what's gonna
3: right
0: are they gonna push this out more <laughs> you know or is it really going to happen in 2029 so mm-hmm. yeah. but the the beauty of this is that these withdrawals from the reserve fund, are are smaller now and bigger later so you have time to adjust you know Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah
2: well what is the i'm not against it at all i'm just asking what is the entity that made the decision rather than get this done by 2040 we're going to to get it done by 2029
0: uh do you know the history i think it's the county that this this retirement board made that decision i'm not sure why they did that but Maybe maybe they got some feedback from, I don't know. Do you know the history of that decision? I
1: thought that the state initially wanted everything to be paid by 29 and then they allowed an extension? Yeah, so maybe that's, that's what happened. I mean, some places took the extension. Maybe, so maybe they that's, that, that's but a, they yeah, they
0: have never, they've always stuck to this 29 date, right? They haven't they haven't veered off the, the county has always
7: okay. sort of, more than that though. Was oh, it?
0: Oh, you think they had they had a later date and they moved it I think up? So. Okay. Okay. I
2: think it
3: was.
0: Maybe maybe they just make, maybe they just got lucky and made some really good investments. I don't know. <laughs> At
1: 2040 um, federal, that's just a state mandate. That's a
0: state mandate, I think.
1: Isn't there for private corporations on a defined benefit plan like that? do they have
2: I don't know they'd be yeah. governed by ERISA state this one governed by ERISA.
1: Right,
0: right. I don't know the answer the to that. I
1: wonder if they have a a deadline because it's you know it's been an issue for as long I mean, as we've a long time. yeah.
0: Sense. yeah, so yeah. I yeah, yeah. got out of college. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
6: feel like six years. Yeah,
0: several. <laughs> so, Michael, are you are you are you uh, are you online, Mike?
2: I am here, Mr. Chair. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. I just wanted you to see this slide because in FY thirty. You see, our uh, our uh, our assessment drops dramatically, like by three million dollars, and uh, everybody's going to, you know, some of that we're going to use. Theoretically, you could use to fund OPEB.
3: So. Now, we would talk. You,
8: theoretically, sure.
0: Not all of it.
8: Well, <laughs> that, that was my question.
0: Nobody uh, wants to use all. Nobody wants to use all of it for. Right. Funding OPEB, but um, you know, I think a lot of towns are you are in, in Norfolk County are looking at that as an option of, of yep. funding their
1: OPEB liability. Yeah.
0: And, and okay.
8: so, in addition to the the yearly, well, at that point, it's going to be what it's four seventy five this coming year, and then it'll it'll jump year to year. Would it be in addition to that amount, or um, in place of?
0: Uh five it's 525 this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we could, yeah, we could uh I mean you it, we, it would have to we'd have to study that and look at it, yeah. which is you know, it's kind of a nice segue to, to the OPEB presentation that, that Andrew's gonna, gonna give. But but the last slide here is um is basically just uh, the uh, every year they need to get Peric's approval. For what comes out of the the, uh, the pension reserve fund, uh, and this is just a letter from them approving it. There's a slight little typo they made with the the fund balance, but they corrected that in a subsequent email. So, all right. So, uh, unless there's any questions on the pension, we might want to go on to uh, OPEB. All right, Andrew uh, is gonna take us through the OPEB. Mike Pastori is on, a former former uh, chair of the Warren Committee. Don't say <laughs> and, that too loud. <laughs> and uh, in a, um, the chair of the OPEB Trust Fund Committee. So we thought it would be helpful to have Mike, um, you know, sit in for this presentation and he can add any color he wants wants to so all right andrew take a tell everybody what opep stands for <laughs>
1: employment benefits um opep is um so we have uh, when somebody retires we have uh, insurance plans available for them after they retire and this is has some similarities uh Kind of the same thing with the pension system, except we're the ones that are in charge of the funding and everything involved in it. Um, we have our own OPEP trust account that we put money into, and in that that hasn't been mandated for a set date of when we need to have it fully funded. But
0: a, yeah, so the background on this, just just to give you a little context, is that these are these are uh, commitments that the town has made. Through all collective bargaining and just in general for all town employees, this is basically when they retire, we pay for their health insurance. Most of this is deals with there's a slight small life insurance piece, but it's um, we don't pay 100% of their life of their health insurance. But uh, Andrew will take you through that, but that's what this liability is. It's actually our biggest liability as a town.
1: So our budget request this year is 525,000 and
3: then, um, following the new financial policy that we set. the Um
1: So, I think I kind of explained this. So, for retirees, so we have uh, when you get to the age of 65, we have uh, employees that are required to go on Medicare. Um, We have a MedX2 plan that they go on as well. Um, We pay town pays 50%, the employee pays 50%. We also have a a small uh, life insurance plan, Um, but it's not a whole lot compared to um what we pay for health insurance. From. Um so like the valuation that you saw with um the county, so we hire our own actuary to um put together a, an actuarial report uh, calculating our liabilities, how long it the current rate, how long it's gonna take the to pay the Pay down until we're fully funded. They also have a bunch of variable calculations that they involve: discount rates, healthcare costs, uh, life expectancies. Current uh, discount rate we have is seven percent. Uh, that went down a little bit from the prior year. Um, so. Our net OPEB liability as of fiscal 22 was $28 million. That went up from the prior year. Um, mostly, I think it was to do with maybe they had some changes in their valuation that they did. Um, it's a, it's a, the, a, the discount rate
8: declined, right, Andrew? The
1: discount rate declines, and I think they also made adjustments, maybe for life life expectancy.
0: Well, there's, there's there's as you can imagine, there's a bunch of assumptions in here, right? Yeah. So, um I think I think the discount rate's the most impactful one, but we also changed our funding. We 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 changed the funding formula, and that resulted in sort of a, you know less money going in sooner than what we were, were uh, our old policy had. So
8: right. in, in the assumptions in years past have actually helped us significantly, um, you know, our, our overall liability has has decreased more than you know the amount of money that that we have uh, have put in because of some of those assumption changes but uh uh we we uh in Georgia and Andrew correct me if I'm wrong but we believe that we're, we're sort of at the end of the line of uh you know those kind of helping us uh it, it, I think it depends
1: um it could go up and down. Um, and
0: healthcare costs is a big assumption too very right assumption. so that's that's um now. Um those have been going up quite a bit in the last few years. We may get some reprieve if we're able to uh you know change the, the plan design, maybe. Maybe they'll
1: that maybe
0: that will uh have help helped us in the future, you know. Uh, but there's a lot that goes into these these valuations. Um
1: but um just like the amounts that we're putting in its contributions could change it wildly too. Yeah, yeah. Right.
3: Um, so this here
1: is.
0: It's the next slide. Okay. Yeah.
1: So this here is where we stack up with other towns where uh, we're we have fully funded. Um, this is the same report from last year. This only gets updated every couple of years. So, we're a little on the the low side for how much we have fully funded uh, for the towns in our area.
0: And the other thing I noticed, if we go back, is that uh, our discount rates are still still above average, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. that did come down, right? That this past year. Down to yeah. 7%. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably gonna go down more right? but next year. But yeah, so I mean it's um, you know, nobody likes to see the liability go up, but you know, I think there are some reasons for that. You
8: know. Right, in compared to where we were when we started the the fund yeah. in, in 2016. Sure. I mean it, you know, right. it's we're we're uh, obviously much better position than we were then, but also I, you know, than other our you know comp towns. You know, I I think we really, uh, um, you know, it was one of those times where where Medfield really kind of was the early end on the uh, on on the curve there, and um, you know, I, I think we're just you know where, where we are now versus where we are then, it's not
1: even close. I'll
3: say though, doesn't it? And the question
0: are
1: we putting enough? well got, yeah that, got a quarter but, you know, got a year right and well that's,
0: says- and that's uh, that's a that's a good segue to sort of the the takeaway from a lot of this is that I'll let Andrew explain we, we, we've asked uh, we've asked the actuary to do a funding yes. uh okay. assessment funding schedule with multiple scenarios you know what i mean like three mm-hmm. three scenarios to see mm-hmm. to answer that question of like because uh, right now we're kind of guessing right which we're, we're you know we come up with the, we're putting we put a certain amount in every year but there's no study behind that or when it's going to be fully funded or right. or what you know and so that money is in the budget this year uh, for fy24 to do that to basically um Uh, have the actuary you know they Mm -hmm. they could have done it we just we didn't want to pay them, but it's Mm -hmm. never been done so we figured it's good it's good it's it's, it's it's good what money worth? it's it's only a few thousand dollars i think to do it and right at least you'll have some clarity on kind of where we're going and how we get there so yeah so
1: this here um so this is what we pay um so we currently for retiree uh premiums um we pay everything out of the health insurance budget um we're not dipping into this uh opep trust to pay for any costs that i'm being um so this is what it is historically FY23 um as i'm sorry uh,
2: we're we're not tipping into the old trust to
0: pay anything at all right now. No. Yeah, that's correct. It's, it's bill It's just building up. So we like you saw. You'll see the amount of the, the you know the amount of the unfunded liability right. like twenty whatever million. Um, that's the gross liability, right? So then, um, is there a slide on that?
1: So the so the gross was 34, 30, 30, 34. What's that? The gross was 34 and that was 28.
0: Okay.
2: So so this and the
0: difference is what's in this trust fund. Okay.
2: Right. So this amount that we're paying comes out of the same fund, which we're paying the employees employee your share of all our current back in Correct.
3: Okay. Yeah. It's so
1: once we're fully funded. In theory, that fund should be able to pay most of the retiring portion. Year yeah, to year.
0: yeah, there will be a will come a time, right, when the operating budget won't have this this uh, expense in it. That all of the, the payments will come out of this trust fund. And
2: how many World Series will we have by the <laughs> time that?
1: Never. Mind. Not this year. <laughs>
0: That's the theory, right, Mike? uh, We'll we'll be
1: testing it. (laughs) (laughs) Where do we see that? That payment, the 903 on the 781. uh, Okay, that's on. uh, What line is that now?
0: there's a, there's a slide on that it's right um right at, it's right spring. after yeah. the slide on the on the um, the towns the, you know the benchmarking right right after oh, that yeah. slide right. the next the next slide is the is the one where uh it has the premiums in it can you see it
3: you know i've got it yeah, yeah.
1: we see that on the on the the budget oh i'm sorry I oh the budget yeah that. yeah it's yeah,
0: it's. Sort of, it's all it's all in health well, I didn't insurance the it's all in health insurance all in health insurance. so it's he's, the he's health broken out the, the okay. retiree yeah okay this is just the retiree right Excellent.
1: so this here is our uh, history of paying into the um Cross over the, the last uh, five years. The uh, 5.5 is in the 500 the year before. This is under the new financial policy that we set, which was 500,000 as a base plus 5% increase every year. Yeah. Previous to that, we had 4.25 plus 10% every year. Um, So we've had some changes in the history of it. Um, fiscal 21, we didn't raise it um, because of COVID, we have some restrictions with the budget. Um,
3: so that's about it with that. Um, but due to the changes in the
1: financial policy, uh, our actuaries estimated that our expected final payment moved from 13 years to 17 years, uh, changing from a 10% increase every year to a 5% increase um and so we're trying to get a study which is in the accounting budget um with fiscal point four, uh kind of an actual set uh schedule we can add a couple plans in there and try to see could we could put a little bit extra money in there how how much would that time we cut down to pay everything or if we change rates blah 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 so we just we're going to have two or three different uh, methodologies that we're going to try to calculate to figure out if we want to potentially change the way we're paying it.
0: So. yeah, and this I think is where uh, you know the, probably some thought needs to be put into what 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 are those scenarios, right? right. And because sort of, I think you know one scenario could be you kind of just continue on this path, right? that we're on, what does that do? And then maybe another scenario is we we increase the we, we increase the payment in 29 or 30, fiscal 29, 2030 when when we have that extra money right uh, in the operating budget from the fully funded pension. Right. Um and uh, you could do one time at that point, or you could, you know, just increase the five hundred up to, or maybe, um, you know, maybe they find the, you know, maybe maybe funding fully funding this in seventeen years is uh, is too aggressive. Maybe we should, uh, you know or not maybe it's not aggressive enough I don't know they right. need to, come. to know yeah it's good to know because right. we're just guessing we right now right.
3: <laughs> yeah. Guessing. yeah yeah so that's the theory thank you Andrew thank
8: you Mike do you have anything you wanted to add on that no that was great uh thank you uh thank you andrew and uh war committee thank you for uh everything uh you're doing and, and steve i gotta say uh having slides that was something that never occurred to me uh when okay. when, when i was chair a uh, lot of, uh much more organized meetings uh these days than, than there were uh three or four years ago
0: well they- you know, we always have you in mind if there's an opening, I know. I'm
3: now. sorry, <laughs> my, my
8: connection is uh is bad here. I uh, I mean that, that that that's how I became chair of OPEB. I uh you know I, I kind of zoned out while Gus was talking and then he he looked at me. I said, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And turns out he was telling me I was going to be chair. Uh, but no thank you happy to be uh be back and you know anytime um anything comes up please let me know
0: okay great well thank you michael and thank you andrew appreciate it all right what's next on the agenda here um update from town finance so,
4: um, I have just, dis- I distributed, or actually pretty distributed at the beginning of the meeting. we updated, uh, budget worksheet, um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the meeting, the mean, only real change, um, i have seen that there are budget variance at the bottom of the spreadsheet, um, has gone down to 615. I think last time we met it was a little closer, or so I guess we said, yeah, a little over 700,000. Um, but uh,
0: so but, just remind everybody, how, how did we get from the 700 740 down to the 615? What was it? The...
4: So, the, the biggest change, um, or the only real change rather, was uh, the state aid figures that state came eight. out right. um last Wednesday or Tuesday. Um, the governor released those. Um, you know, that those will progress as the Commonwealth fighter process goes on through the spring, and then hopefully will be signed by the governor in,
0: in July. Yeah. Um, so we were we were initially assuming a level funding on state aid. Right. It came in, I think, well, one point one point one. one point one. Yeah. So we only picked up one
1: hundred twenty-five thousand from that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's better than nothing. Right. Better than yeah. Than that.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what about chapter 7? That's uh, in, it, that's included. That's included in that. In that uh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So
0: now that's the total, right? That's that's seventy inch unrestricted state. So right. that,
1: that promise of uh, funding the the schools, and I wonder how circuit break is going to go there. Remember that that promise was the state was going to give us, the government was giving us uh, a lot more money to the schools. So it didn't come out in state aid. Didn't come out in chapter 70
4: yeah so i'll have to take a. i'll, I'll double check the uh, the different categories that that uh, that the total was correctly broken out into yeah
0: um, on the DLS website um but uh is, is is the circuit breaker usually included in the state date No. or is it that well, separate it's separate okay
1: but yeah I went, so if you didn't get it there maybe we we're going to get it in the circuit breaker yeah okay that should be helpful yeah that would be helpful
2: I'm sorry. What's
1: the circuit budget? That That's the money that the uh, state gives to the school systems to help offset special ed costs. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into that, and we'll go through the school budget. Yeah, you'll on the 14th. No, you'll the 14th. You'll, you'll,
0: you'll get a whole lesson on that. So no so, major since we last
4: met. Um, like I said, that was the only substantive change to the uh, the budget worksheet. sheet. Um hopefully by the time we, we meet we move next, and
0: then we'll be even lower. So if we keep it going in the right direction, we'll be to zero. On well, we know the insurance, um you know if the insurance happens, that's like 400 grand right there. So oh that's a yeah, oh it's that much. Okay. yeah, yeah. So it Puts us within, and, you know, sh- shooting.
2: And the various town committee unions and other groups have to
4: March what to get back to uh, us. I believe they're going to uh, we'll have the answer by Wednesday or Thursday of next week. Okay. Um so by this time, so Tuesday. So maybe by you know tomorrow, we should have a little bit more a clearer picture of how that's going to shake out. Okay.
0: Um, we we won't know on by we'll Monday, Monday, but by the 14th, we'll know.
4: Yeah.
1: Hopefully, we'll have it all solved by then.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, unless there are any specific questions about that or anything else, budget way, I can dive into the opioid settlement funds. Sounds good. So, um, I know this has been in the news a little bit, so I won't bore you to too much with uh, some of the details, but uh, the follow-up has uh, we each settlements with a number of pharmaceutical companies, opioid distributors and the like um, about, um, you know, over prescription and overuse use of, of opioids. Um, so the state has settled this sort of massive lawsuits or so individual lawsuits with all these individual companies. All the money is being collected by the state in a, it's called an abatement fund. 40% of those funds are to be allocated to the participating municipalities. And so basically what happens is every time there's a new settlement, um, all towns and streets have the, the option as to whether or not to sign on to um, uh, the uh, settlement or oh, excuse me, settlement funding and agreement. Um, as of last week, um, Boris select had authorized Christine to sign off on all the settlements that were available. so. To date, uh, we're participating in, in all the settlements. Um, so, like I said, 40% of those funds that the Commonwealth has settled on uh, will be going to participating to towns and cities. Yeah, I just one quick? And the alternative will be we retain our own council and try to sue on our own? I believe so. Yes. yes. I got it. Okay. <laughs> and so, I think how, how it generally shakes out is each town is assigned a percentage of the total settlement cost. Um, I don't know how that percentage is reached. I think we're around 0.2 percent of the 40 percent, but you know, no one's no one's that high to begin with. Um, and as I, I'll show in a minute here, um, you know, I think the the, the amounts are a little bit more than what we were expecting. Um, there are some strings attached to the uh, using the funds. They aren't you know just available for any general purpose. They're to be used for uh opioid abatement strategies. Um, that's the town right now is thinking of using the funds to hire a clinician that would be shared between council on aging and uh medfield outreach. So we'd be able to hit sort of you know, different demographics uh, between those two departments. Um uh, so that's sort of our our, uh, our game plan game plan for now, and obviously we do those as eligible. Purpose uh, for use of the funds. Um, I can now well, pull up the, the projections now. Thank you, to be a permanent FTE. Yes. So, that would be a permanent FTE funded by the settlement funds, as I'll show in a second. Here, the settlements range in duration. We'll be receiving uh, at least one settlement. Uh,
1: through his school, nine I would say. Uh, it just goes on for a while. Yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe Matt and Brent will be worried about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's only modeled what ten years or how many years have you modeled, like?
4: i oh, no. okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the <laughs> That's <laughs> why. Um.
3: Okay All right, so um,
4: this is only showing 24 to 31, but if you scroll over, you'll see that we'll be receiving this one right here. So <laughs> this is uh, 39 the, FY 39 <laughs> one of the distributor payments. It's it's sort of a a lump sum. My understanding is it's a a lump sum um, uh, that's been settled with uh, a number of distributors uh, as opposed to some of these other ones that are with specific companies. Um, So that one in particular will be seeing through fiscal 39. Obviously the Walmart one is uh, much shorter. So they vary in terms of amount and and length of the settlement. Mm -hmm. Um, To date, we've received about $92,000. Um, in using these projections, um, and I should emphasize that, you know, for the Attorney General's office, these are just that, they're estimates. Um, you know, you can see each fiscal year uh, what we would expect to collect. Um, in particular, the Walmart one, um, what I've been emphasizing that these are estimates. The Walmart settlement is a little bit different in that they've told us that they're going to give us almost $51,500 over six years, but all they've said is, we're going to give you most of that in the first three years, and then the last three years, we're going to give you a little bit less than we did in the first three. Um, So this is a purely speculation, um, which gets into a little bit of why we think that the establishment of a stabilization fund to manage these funds (laughs) moving forward is, is... the, the right call. So you pay the person out of the stabilization, right? We the general fund. Exactly. Yeah. So it gives us a little bit more flexibility. It allows us to be more strategic. No, that makes sense. Right. The alternative would be for any any expen- any unexpended funds. So, for instance, this this ninety two thousand um, dollars. If we said okay, we're going to hire a commission for sixty thousand dollars, or I don't know if that's to be the key, to be the figure, but let's just use that round right. number. The remaining thirty-two thousand would go into free cash. If the person wasn't hired on July first, any unexpended salary would then roll into free cash. So we're really trying to make sure that these funds don't go into free cash because they're to be used for specific purposes. Yeah. Then we'd have to wait until the following town meeting to appropriate them out of free cash back to the stabilization. Exactly. Yeah, it so, makes
0: total sense to do this. Yeah. 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 yeah.
4: So, this is sort of the the reasoning behind uh, reopening the warrant, uh, requesting the county to approve the creation of the stabilization fund, and then dedicating the settlement funds as a uh, revenue source for the stabilization fund. And each year we just be able to allocate what we need, as opposed to, oh, this year we got 12,000, next year we're getting 53,000. Um, and oh, and by the way, Walmart changed their mind and now they're going to back load the last six years. It's just, right. you're yeah. trying to plan it right. out. Um,
0: so you're so going to see two articles on this, one to create the stabilization fund and the other is to appropriate the, these amounts into the stabilization fund.
4: <laughs> so these, uh, these ones in green are the ones that we had signed on to previously uh, these ones in gray the one two three the five of those uh the board of selectmen just authorized us to to sign on to those um again these tolls in row 11 are estimates but um you know by the end of fiscal thirty nine every year shakes out to be um you know we're confident in I guess the total um. But again, these, all just, these so are all just the estimates. And for that reason, given that they are estimates, the stabilization fund gives us the flexibility uh, in using the funds each year.
0: Will you need a, to do a transfer two of the 92 into the stabilization fund?
4: Uh, yes. Although if
3: we, s- we set
4: opioid settlement funds as a dedicated revenue source, do we need to to get a vote for funds we received already and then a vote for funds that we
3: are to receive in the future. I think you're going to
7: I think you're going to vote on as you can each year.
1: Well, well no if you have it as a dedicated if you have it as a dedicated source for the stabilization fund you don't need to vote them in every year. Yeah, vote them out. You have to vote them out. But for the first year I don't I don't know if we need to do a one that I 99. think just You
0: might have to do a transfer this night. Where's the ninety-two? I assume it's in some accounts. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, You're gonna to have to get it in there, right? Yeah. Well, that's good. At least you're starting off with a substantial balance. Transfer right. that in, so, so that the stabilization fund will have some balance. That right. It
1: won't get depleted right away. Yeah.
4: I think the initial thought was at the. Was- <laughs> To allow municipalities with a little bit more flexibility, instead of these wouldn't roll into pre cash, but yeah, as yet to materialize. So, mm-hmm. just to have this, uh, well, I'm sure the legislation will be right <laughs> on. <laughs> um, but uh, better just to have this sort of tool in our tool belt. Yeah,
3: yeah, that seems that's that's like a great right. idea to me. Yeah,
4: that's really good.
0: And a good use of money, too, putting down. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice that they, you know, everybody, that yeah, impacts everybody, right? So it's, it's nice that they have the senior center and, you know, Medfield outreach, you know, it's good. And I
4: know Kathy McDonald. I think,
0: will be in on Monday. I
4: think her is will she be here on Monday. Or the, like, um, I think they whatever Kathy.
0: Council to, on aging, is that? No, uh, no, 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 uh, I'll reach. No, we, yeah, I don't know. Jill, do you know March when? 6th. Yeah, March Monday. Okay. Yes. Um, so my nurse, she'll be excited to touch on this a little bit as okay.
8: well.
0: Okay. Okay. Is that pretty much everything you had, Frank? Okay. All right. Um. I think we just have uh,
3: informational items left. Um,
0: <coughs> uh, just remi- remember to get back to me if uh, we haven't scheduled your, your budgets or one of the two meetings, two or three meetings left. Oh, one thing I do need to talk to everybody about is that the warrant hearing date has changed. That was going to be remember March twentieth. Now it's going to be March twenty eighth. So that's a meeting that everybody has to has to be at. <laughs> a, there was a scheduling conflict with um, uh, the selectmen and a Trinity uh, presentation, so they moved it to the to the twenty eighth. So our hearing will be the 28th. I assume the, the warrant will get printed like the next day or two, right? <laughs> um, and um, so we, we gotta have to be through all our financial warrants by that time. <clears throat> it gives us a little extra time, but um, they did just make that decision this week. Uh, so um, so if if you, you know, on any of these dates that are left, the 6th, fourteenth, to the twentieth, we want to. You know, I don't know. But well, we're,
2: we're still going to meet on the twentieth. I don't know. Year that's, year
0: that's 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 yeah. up for the year. I think that's the one that we probably would. We would if we don't need it, we wouldn't meet. You know. Okay. Um, no,
2: I that was yeah. taking information. I no,
0: no, no. That that's that's a good question because. They just sprung this change on us, you know, this week. So if we don't need it, we won't meet. We might not need it. <clears throat> if we're able to get through everything, you know, by the fourteenth. That would be good. Um, all right. So that's in terms of dates. Um, I didn't. I didn't have anything else other than. The, I know the school building committee hasn't met. Meeting Thursday, Thursday, yeah. I, mean, I did see some of them at the I went to the uh open meeting law training. Oh, great, yeah, and it was loaded with uh school building committee, <laughs> as well as as well as well a lot of people at the back of the room here, too. Uh, but um
1: yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was my, my fourth meeting this week, so i all <laughs> out of that one. Um, uh, anything else? Anyone else has the
0: if not then I guess we'll take a a motion to adjourn I'll make a motion to adjourn second all right aye aye aye
2: aye aye Aye. and Jillian aye
0: all right (laughs) (laughs) okay we
3: are adjourned motion passed